Welcome to the Agent Leader Podcast. My name is Brent Kelly, your host. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode. Excited to be with you. Excited to share some really important information and thoughts, in particular, um, to sales and sales leadership. And I'll get to that just in a minute. Um, I do want to highlight the purpose, the mission of this podcast, the Agent Leader Podcast, as always, is to help you, the independent insurance agency leader, whatever your specific role, uh, to help you gain clarity, to build consistency, and to make a commitment to become your best version possible, which if you're watching me in the video, you can see I've got the book um, behind me, but our book is out, Best Version Possible. Also, our movie, uh, a documentary movie is out as well. Uh, you can uh, check the movie out right away. Uh, you just go and you can go to sitkins.com, S-I-T-K-I-N-S.com slash VIP, VIP, um, and you can check out the movie. Again, kind of sharing our story and the story of independent insurance agencies and, and just share some of the processes and strategies that have helped uh, agencies work and written some great feedback on that. You can also order the book at sitkins.com slash BVP for best version possible. So sitkins.com BVP, uh, and you can get a book. We're going to be having an audio version come out in February. Um, the Kindle or e-reader book is available as well. Um, and we are getting some delays in shipping. So if you're ordered and you're waiting, apologize, but they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. We promise um, we'll get those out to you. Just want to get them into as many people's hands as we can so that you can help your agency and move your agency forward. So that's our, that's our goal there. Um, today, as I mentioned, I kind of hinted at this. This will be a solo episode. I've got some things in my mind that I want to share. And um, as I'm recording this in January, uh, this is uh, one of our peak seasons in training programs that we run. And I've mentioned on this uh, podcast before at Sitkins, uh, we run four live training programs basically about every quarter. Um, and, and they run anywhere from four to eight weeks, depending on the program. And right now we are in the busy season, so to speak, of, of the uh, program delivery. And um, what I love about the programs is not just that I love to, to train and teach and coach. I, I love that. I love to be able to offer some different perspectives and some strategies that people can take back and begin to win. And uh, we're already getting great feedback. I love that because people are like, oh, wow, this is, this is good. This is, this is it's going to help me. And, and they go apply them. Um, but also we get obviously feedback and just learning in the conversations because we do uh, a lot of chats. We do a lot of open conversations. We do roundtables. I mean, it is very interactive and conversational and we get great feedback. And on top of that, um, I can I continue to coach uh, our private client agencies. And so what I want to do with this podcast is take something that, that I just continue to, to, to hear and talk about and, and, uh, specifically uh, is in the area of sales leadership. And let me just start off. Um, and some of you are going to go, well, I'm not a sales leader, Brent, so I guess I'll tune out. Um, well, you could. <laughs> you certainly have every right to do that. But if you are in sales of any kind, right, you are a sales leader because you should be handling your own me ink, as we talk about at Sitkins, but your own producer, your own production book of business, and, and you should be your own sales leader to a degree. So listen up. Uh, if you are an actual sales leader uh, or de facto sales leader, we'll talk about that. You definitely want to tune into this and, and take a listen and, and make some notes. And if you're an agency principal who maybe oversees some of this, right? Obviously, uh, it's a certain it's, it's important because you know we joke, but it's also true that you know uh, net new revenue doesn't fix all your agency's problems, just most of them. So if we can get the producers producing and have a better system and better leadership around that, well, guess what? Um, you know we're going to be more successful. And I want to start off just by saying this: you know, if you are a sales leader, either by um, you know were hired to be the sales leader, you have become the sales leader, uh, you sort of just had to. <laughs> we, we hear that too. Um, let me say this, and, and I always want to be careful in how I want to uh, to say this because 
I'll have other people going, what about me? What about me? So this isn't to diminish any other role in the agency. Um, but at least from my perspective, what I see is that the sales leadership position is arguably, uh, but I believe is the most challenging position in the agency. Now, again, I'm going to get people to go, what about my position and my role? And, and here's why I say this. Um, because there's a lot going on. For most sales leaders, you already are handling your own book of business, right? In many cases, and this isn't everyone, but oftentimes you got your own book of business. So you're dealing with that alone as a producer, right? And handling your book of business. Then you got to lead these people called producers um, who are people who have different backgrounds and experiences. And, and let's face it, uh, as, as, as much as I love producers and the attitude and the mindset um, and the work ethic of the best producers, they could be a challenge as people. I mean, that's just the way it is. And then, of course, if you are a sales leader and you've got an agency principal or someone above you, as far as that you report to, you got to report back with the numbers, right? You got to make sure that you're winning. So it's a really tough spot because you're 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 kind of in the middle of everything, and there's a, there's a high expectation. But I when I here's here's why I want to share this podcast today. I don't know that there's a lot of um, great training or resources or tools. Um, out there in the marketplace that truly focus and help sales leaders. And, you know, one of the big reasons that, you know, our, our programs, one of the programs is called CRO Fit, which is Chief Revenue Officer Fit. So one of our programs is for just for sales leaders. Um, you know, we looked around like there's, there's not much of that. And how can we help equip sales leaders? Because, you know, one of the things that um, you often hear with sales leaders is, gosh, you know, I, I, I've been through your program, Brent, as a producer, um, or I've heard different aspects of it. I agree with it. I get it. I'm trying to transfer that to my producers, but they're just not buying in. They're not hearing it. They're not understanding it. And so we want to do our best to equip and empower sales leaders to give them the tools and resources and the type of communication to be able to attack that at a very, very high level. And um, the other part of that is obviously we get the producers through our program and they hear the message as well. So it's a coherent, holistic message that I've mentioned. But I want to hit um, some of the highlights. And if you're a sales leader, just to simplify this to a degree um, for you. And, you know, I talked at the very beginning of this podcast, clarity, consistency, commitment, clarity, consistency, commitment. It's something that I've done other podcasts about. We talk about frequently. And to go back to the very uh root cause of the, the clarity, consistency, commitment is a conversation that I had, you know, with Roger Sitkins, gosh, it's probably been almost five years ago now, coming up on five years ago. And, um, you know, I sat with him and as I, before I officially began with Sitkins, we had a lot of conversations and, and I just try to learn and listen, right. As much as I can, certainly when you have someone like with Roger's experience in the industry, you want to just, you know, get a notebook out and a pen and a paper and go, okay, Hey, you know, tell me this and, and just ask a number of questions. And so I ask Roger these questions about what makes a great producer and in great agencies. And I just keep taking all these notes and I was thinking of my experiences and it just always came back. I said, you know, the thing that I hear again and again and again, and there's depth to all of these, and I'm going to hit some of these, but the three things that always come back is that the best producers, the best sales leaders, the best agencies, they've got clarity. Like they know where they are they know where they want to go and they're, they've got a plan on how to get there. They're not just guessing. Like they've got clarity. Like there's a purpose behind it. They've got consistency that they understand that there's just a few things they have to do really well. Not everything, but they don't lose focus and they've got a commitment. The fact that, Hey, I've got to be committed to myself. It's this accountability word, right? I've got to be committed 
And I have to make sure that I'm committed myself to my team, to my clients, to my community, right? There's just this, I, 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 there's not like a, you know, it's the old analogy, you know, burn the boat, so to speak, but, you know, maybe not to that degree, but it's the fact of, hey, this is real and this is going to happen and we're committed to it. Like this is, this is what it's going to be. So um, I want to go through each of those areas uh, on today's podcast. And again, if you're, uh, whether you're an agency leader who's overseeing a sales leader, whether you can, you are the sales leader, whether you're a producer, um, this is just think about the most impactful things that I'm going to be talking about that are going to apply to you. And I'll first say this, and I, I, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, is that most sales leaders um, weren't brought in to be a sales leader. Now, your agency, we, we do have agencies we work with that you know, people are hired specifically as a sales leader. But what normally happens in most agencies is the fact that we have one of our best producers, if not the best producer, it's like, well, heck, you can sell, you've been successful. So we're going to make you the sales leader, which let me just start by this, saying by this, um, agency leaders, please listen to me. That may not be the best option. Okay. Now, again, there are a lot of variables here and I'm not going to make these broad generalizations, but I will tell you that in many cases, putting your best producer who does things in a way that's a very high level is not always the best approach uh, to make them the sales coach, the sales leader of the agency. Now, sometimes it can be, but in many cases, it's not. I mean, you think about sports. How many times have you seen a really great athlete, right? A really great, oh my gosh, like he or she was the best at what they did. And then they come to coach or lead the team or organization like, gosh, they're not very good there. Because one of the things that I'll start off by saying, and this is whether you were placed in that position or you grew in that position or you were hired for that position of a sales leader is this. There's really, you know, you think about agencies, you can, you can either go fast or you can go far. Now, the best answer is we want to go fast and far. But think about this, it, it, you know, the best producers can go really fast. Like, here we go. I'm off. I'm running. And we go, hey, go get the results. But you got to take people with you, right? Now, maybe not everyone should come with you. That's a whole different discussion. But for those people on your team that, that, again, there's potential there and there's opportunity and there's room for growth, right? If I just go fast, uh, we're not going to go very far. So you have to understand that concept is, you know, will you just go fast or will you go far? And so that's the first thing to just think about from an agency perspective of what are we trying to do here? And again, fast and far is great, but sometimes we go so fast as an individual because, hey, this is how I did it. And this is, you know, how, how well, tell me about, it. well, I don't know. I just did it. I just did this and this and this. And the people are like, I don't really know what they're talking about. I don't understand the concepts. I feel a little left behind. And guess what? Instead of empowering and equipping your producers, you begin to abandon them, right? And, and all of a sudden, like, well, forget it. You know, I'll just have to figure this out on my own. And that's obviously um, not a great formula uh, for success. So let's go back to the three C's. And I want to identify these and just give some thoughts around them. So number one is clarity. And, you know, you think about an agency overall. Um, it's the same thing is true with the sales department, whether there's one producer or there's 10 producers or you got 50 producers, but we've got to have clarity around what is the culture, right? Like wh what are the expectations? Um, what is okay and what is not okay? And, you know, some things that I'm going to get into is, you know, critical success factors. But the other part of this too with clarity, and this takes some work, is, um, you know, by individual producer, a great sales leader isn't going to not, not only just talk about the culture and the basic expectations of the agency. And by the way, many agencies couldn't really define what those are. Like what are, what is specifically expected from the producer role? Well, we got to sell. Okay. But like, give me more clarity. What does that mean and look like? Well, 
um, you go sell, right? So there's there's just like there's a gap in communication. But some of this is going with the producer certainly deeper and understanding not just what to do, but why. Like why do we do what we do, right? Get the explanation. Why is this our approach? You know, we talk a lot about culture and process with agency leadership. The culture is the why. It's the language and behaviors that are normal in the agency. Like this is our culture. This is our why. This is our purpose. Now we have to follow it. And then there's the process. Like here's specifically what we do in a, in a process. And so often and we just start with the process and we don't talk about the culture. And what happens is, is guess what? People don't buy in. Right. And part of that comes back to clarity. And if people don't buy in, it's a really difficult situation, right? It, it's never easy. Even if there's some success, it's not easy. It's kind of this fight. So a big part of with clarity to me as a sales leader is not just why you do what you do as an agency, but why would they want to be a successful producer? Why would it matter to them? And, and you may be thinking, oh, okay, well, here we're getting, Brent's getting fluffy. Um, but let me tell you something. I, I mean, there's so many examples of this. I, I can think back to many years ago now, um, but you know, I, I, had a, I had a point, this is after our second child was born. And, um, you know, I started spending more time probably, you know, eating out than I did working out, <laughs> leave it at that, and started to notice that I was getting very out of shape and getting a bit overweight. Um, and, you know, I remember it's like, hey, I, I got I to gotta lose some weight. Like, that was the goal. Um, and I would start and stop and start and stop and start and stop. Because guess what? It, it, the idea of just losing weight, yes, it was, it was good. It made sense, right? Technically, it made sense. I need to lose weight. You know, I need to get in shape. Um, but guess what? When the behaviors became hard, like, oh, so I can't eat that or I shouldn't eat that or I need to move or I need to get up earlier. I mean, we could name a number of behaviors on this, but then I would, ah, whatever. It's not that big of a deal until I remember seeing someone who was about 15 years older than me uh, at a basketball game that was really struggling to get up the bleachers. And this isn't to pick on this person, but I just saw it. I just visually, I'm like, wow, like if I don't change my behaviors, I am going to be that guy. I, I'm, I'm going to be a, a middle-aged dad who struggles to get up bleachers, who doesn't have a lot of longevity or mobility or energy. I mean, a number of these things that were important to me. And, you know, what does that mean for my kids and my grandkids and just being able to bring energy and effort to the workplace, right? All that kind of stuff hit me. And so what I would challenge you as a sales leader, and why I say this is that to, uh, to get the right behaviors, we got to be clear on why it matters. Like, why does it matter? And, and just sit down with your producers. And, and you, know, you don't have to go. We, we do an exercise called Seven Levels Deep. It comes from Dean Graziosi, uh, Millionaire Secrets. I think it's the name of the book. I mean, I got that wrong. But Dean Graziosi, and he talks about seven levels deep. And we've done that exercise. It's a very powerful exercise. But at least go two or three levels deep with your producers. You know, certainly if you're talking about clarity of goals, like that's where you start, like what are the expectations, not just made up, but like, hey, what are your goals? What do you want to achieve this year? And then just say, hey, listen, not if, but when you hit this goal, right? Because we're going to do this. We're going to help each other. Why is that going to matter to you? Why is that so important? And allow them just to talk. And if they say, well, it would matter because of this. Great. Well, tell me why that's so important to you, right? Well, I would do this. Well, tell me more. Like, what does that really mean? And so then as a sales leader, you know, then you can be able to tie the why to the actions, right? And we're going to get into that with consistency, but then when all of a sudden, and, and by the way, they're human, right? Producers. So they're going to make mistakes. They're going to fall short. There's going to be bad weeks. There's going to be maybe bad months. You've got to get back into it and say, listen, 
you know, when we talked, you told me how important this was because it was going to mean that to you in your life. Has something changed? Has anything changed? And that's a really powerful statement, right? Going back to my workout analogy. And, you know, I, I had people around me and I told them that. In fact, I want you to hold me accountable to this because what's really important to me is longevity and energy for what I really want to do and who I want to become as a father and as a leader. And you get away from it and they go, Brenda, is, is, is being a great father and leader, has that changed? And you just go, no, you're right. It hits you square in the eyes. So start with clarity of why it's so important. Secondly, so let's move into consistency. Um, and again, these all tie together and there's, there's a lot of nuances to them, but consistency. And to me, if I was going to write one word down next to consistency for sales leadership, it's helping producers get focused, focus. A great acronym for focus is follow one course until success. Like just, I would say in working with now hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and, and probably getting close to thousands, I'd have to add them up of producers. And now of course, working with so many sales leaders. One of the biggest things that we see, even with high-level producers, is what causes them to fail or struggle or plateau is a word called distraction. They get distracted. Now, this could be distracted by too much service work. It also could be distracted by too many emails. It could be distracted by too many thoughts in their mind. It could be distracted by thinking they got to do 57 things, right? So they lose focus. And when you lose focus, you lose energy. You lose energy, you lose where you're going and your results. And so we've got to help them. So just a couple things that I want to share and focus. I want to first start off about you as a sales leader. Again, whether this is your main role or your de facto sales leader, there should be a consistency and a focus around a weekly sales meeting. Weekly sales meeting, not W-E-A-K, but W-E-E-K, weekly. Now, what is the main goal of a sales meeting? To come in and complain about how the carriers aren't fair and how a client was a jerk? Because that happens, right? <laughs> like, um, can you believe the rate increases? Gosh, this is, yeah, I agree, it's terrible. And we just sit and talk about things, honestly, in many cases that we can't even control. You know what you can control? Your behaviors and your actions. So here's something to consider. A weekly sales meeting, in fact, I believe this, not only should be weekly, but every week should be focused on a skill development. Now, yeah, you're going to talk about some numbers and updates on, on all kinds of stuff. Absolutely. But if every weekly sales meeting, if you just did some level of skill practice, right, how to best ask for a referral, how to ask certain questions, right? Something we call an executive briefing, but how to present yourself here. You just did something and we could go through a whole list of things. But if we just did something and we call low risk practice, right? Meaning that no one gets hurt except maybe our feelings, but that's okay. It's okay to, to mess up in a private room with other people, right? Because that's how we get better. Just like if you practice a musical instrument or anything else, or you know, out in the football field or basketball court, if you practice, you're going to mess up, but it's okay to mess up there. We just don't want to mess up in the game, right? At least we want to prevent that or eliminate that or reduce it um, the best that we can. So low risk practice. And then I also think every week in the weekly meeting, we should be debriefing either a big success. Why did it work? And debriefing a failure. Why didn't it work? We can learn so much from both success and failure. So consistency in a weekly sales meeting, because what I often hear with sales leaders is, gosh, you know, like the pressure is on, right? Oh my gosh. Like I got to come up with new content. I got to come up with a new story. I got to come up with this big rah, rah. I mean, those are great if you can do that, but guess what? That's not everyone's personality and that's okay. The biggest thing is what you want to see in a weekly sales meeting is that your players, the producers, become the star of the meeting, not you, right? So just by saying, hey, listen, next week, we're going to be working on X. And if you got a big group, you don't have to have all 40 people or 10 people do it. 
just have a couple. And guess what? If a couple of people have to do it and they don't know who they are, everyone needs to practice, right? At least that's the goal. It's kind of like the old pop quiz, right? When you were a kid. So make sure you do that. But also let's highlight every week, hey, we had our best win of the week. Let that producer or person unpack it and have people ask questions. Hey, we had a failure and this isn't to beat this person up, but only way we're going to get better and try to prevent this in the future is to learn from it. So what happened in this? Where did we fall short? And guess what? Everyone gets better because the number one goal of a sales meeting is that the producers leave the meeting a better producer than when they arrive. I'll say it again. The goal of the sales meeting, I would call it a sales improvement meeting, is that every producer leaves that meeting a better producer than when they got there. And so often we miss the point, right? It becomes just a bunch of numbers and some complaints and then off we go. And we're like, yep, yep, I had, I had to do it. And no, again, that happens, but you got to break it out. Because if, I should, if I'm a producer and I'm really committed to my growth, and I know when I come to that meeting, even if I don't like it some days, because guess what? I'm busy and I have things going on. I know that I'll be a better producer. I'll be okay with that. Because deep down, I want to get better. Right. And if, if I don't, then I probably shouldn't be at the agency. All right. So there's that part. And then as far as consistency, what do you need to focus on with your producers? Well, there's not a lot of things, honestly. I mean, one of the things that you've heard I talked about or Roger or some of our guests that I've had on this podcast is just getting in the green zone. Like, what do I need to focus on? Well, above anything else, beyond all the strategies and some of the things that you want to work on, it's like, am I just getting in the game? Right. So some things to focus on. I mean, we look about the four money making activities, but here you go. Like, how am I doing each week in focusing on sales and sales appointments? Duh. <laughs> right. Sales conversations. How am I doing every single week in pipeline development? That should be a focus every single week. Right. Ongoing. It can thing be consistent with. How am I doing in proactive relationship management? right? With my best clients, centers of influence, um, you know, could be some of my carrier partners, certainly my high performance team, right? But how am I doing in relationship management? And then of course, continuations. And I'm not talking about reactive service. How did you do in reactive service? Now, how are you doing in making sure that you've defined, documented, and delivered continuations and continuation process with your best clients? Like for a producer, it should be really those four things. I got to be having sales conversations and sales appointments, pipeline development, proactive relationship management, and a continuation process. And, and we go deep in all that in our programs, but you get the point just on the podcast. Like, that's it. Like, that's the four things. Like, how are we doing? And what happens is we lose sight of that. Like, we get into all these other stuff. And by the way, that stuff's going to happen, but it can't be during green zone time or pay time. So that's consistency. If we can just say, hey, just stay consistent, focus on that, that's it. Like, just do that and you'll be fine. And we see that all the time with our producers and with the sales leaders. Well, how did you do it? How did you get the success? I just got them focused. Like, we just talked about the vital few things that matter. The vital few things that matter. We got, and we were very consistent. Which leads to number three is commitment. This is the hardest part. This, in fact, um, just recently we did our, our sales leadership uh, training program and session two is all about accountability. Um, and, you know, I've seen agencies that, that I've worked with that have put all the pieces together. Like, you know, we've talked the right talk. We've even begun from a leadership position to walk the right walk in certain areas. Um, we're doing some of the necessary things. We're getting the right processes in place, all that good stuff. And you go, this, this can't fail. We're going to be great. But you know what they never established up front? Commitment and accountability. They never officially defined, and this kind of goes back to clarity as well, but never really defined 
the specific goals, roles, expectations, most importantly, the behaviors that would be required and agreed upon to have success. It was just kind of taken for granted. Okay, we've got this, we got that, we got that. Now go kill it. And then they'd come back and, oh my gosh, like they're not doing all this stuff. Well, here's a question I would ask. A, did you define specifically what it was? Well, not really. Did you document, did you document the agreed upon behaviors and actions between the producer and yourself? Like what, what is it? What does it look like? And by the way, there's going to be a certain standard and things that we call non-optional behaviors, but this is something we want the producer buy-in, right? Any growth-minded producer, and you sit down and say, listen, my goal as a sales leader is to help you shine. My goal as a sales leader is to help you win. My goal as a sales leader is to help you make a bunch of money and do some great stuff with your family or community or whatever it is, right? Going back to the why. That's my goal. I want to help you win. I, if, if you win, I win, we win. So let me help you win. So to do that, let's figure out specifically some of the behaviors that we know, I know, and you know, that if you do them regularly and we commit to it, there's accountability behind it, you'll win. Are you good with that? Now, just think about this. If you're a producer and you don't want a coach to help you get better and hold you accountable doing the right things, like, again, may not be a real good fit. So let's define what it is. Let's document it. Now, we with our programs, we have a producer a performance agreement that we give all of our members and we talk through as a template. And it's huge. It's hugely critical. And it's really important. And I will tell you, the agencies that finally go, okay, we're ready to do this now. They're like, wow, like not only has this helped us have better conversations, because what we want the sales leaders to do is coach, not chase, right? Coach, have better conversations. It's helped us to grow our business, help us retain the better producers, because they actually like the fact that they're getting better. And here's the weird thing that's happened. It's helped us recruit because we're talking to other you know, producers. If you want to bring someone in and guess what? We, you know, we have a blueprint or we have a process, we have a system, we have an agreement that we go through that we know if you do these things and we help you, you're going to be better. And isn't that what great producers want? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. They, they you know, they, they want the freedom but one thing that I believe in all the time is that structure equals freedom. You give people some basic structure, some basic guardrails, as we call it Sitkins, they can super shine because guess what? We help them keep them focused. So there's a document, of course, then you just got to deliver it. And the, and the last thing I'm going to talk about this in, in the commitment is, um, again, this, these all overlap, but we believe, and we see this time in, time out, is that if you as a sales leader can just have a monthly one-on-one -on -one conversation with your producers. Now, how do we do that? Well, agreed upon, right? We've got an agreement in place. We have some performance metrics that we talk about. And I don't just mean numbers. I don't just mean that you walk in and go, okay, um, you know, here was my goal for the month. Or, you know, again, we can look at a bunch of different KPIs, but here's where some of my things, here's what I did. And the sales leader goes, okay, well, um, good on that one. Those two, you need to get better at next month. Okay, I got it. Right? There's no change, right? So this comes back to saying, hey, listen, the next 30 days, Mr. Ms. Producer, the things we've talked about and agreed upon, what are going to be the most, you know, three, let's just use the three most important behaviors that, that, that you've got to really dive deep and do well at. Well, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do that, right? And talk them and coach them through. Great. What does that look like? What does that mean? And then next month, 
they come to you, right, with that. And you're able to not just chase numbers, but improve behaviors, improve actions, to be able to inspire in a way that they have agreed upon and you understand. Like that is powerful coaching. That is powerful leadership. And that's the commitment. But we have to agree upon that up front. And we see, again, with, with agencies that we work with, and the sales leaders, it does a couple things. It, it empowers them greatly. And it also allows them to breathe. Because most sales leaders, now some like this, don't like to sit and chase numbers all the time. I don't know, maybe you do. But they want to say, listen, we know that the behaviors will drive the numbers. And by the way, by the time you get numbers, in many cases, it's already too late. Right? Those are lagging indicators for the most part. Now, you know, we've got some leading indicators we can look at, but they're lagging. So let's talk about specific behaviors and action because we know if we just do those things consistently, we'll win. We'll win. So those are my three C's uh, for sales leadership. If you can't tell, I'm passionate about this because I, I going back to what I said at the beginning, sales leadership is really challenging. Like, you know, I'm saying these things, right? I'm reading off a piece of paper. Now, these come from experience, this comes from working with agencies. We see this all the time. It can be done. It can be done really, really well. It makes a big difference for the agency and success and results and all that good stuff. But, and by the way, it's not complicated, right? Like understand the culture and the mission and the why of the agency and the producer. Find the very few things to do exceptionally well, consistency, consistency the vital few. And then define what that is, put it in writing, and every month have a conversation about it. Like that's kind of it, right? And I mentioned weekly sales meetings, but like there's just that that's you know, nothing there goes, wow, I, I could never grasp that. Simple does not mean easy. And I know that. Like it, it is not. So part of this is if you're listening to me right now, and you are, <laughs> okay. Um, whether you're watching me or listening to me, of the things that I mentioned, like what's jumping out at you? Like, where do you need to start? Maybe you've got great clarity, but you've gotten away from consistency, right? Um, you know, maybe you've, you know, you've got consistency, but you've never really defined the mission and the culture and the whys, right? So for you, what's most important? Maybe in consistency, you're not running sales meetings, or at least not effectively. You know, maybe you've never defined specifically what it is. Maybe it's time to get stuff in writing, right? Now, I know with producers you've had for a long period of time to come in and say, hey, listen, um, you know, we're going to start to have more accountability. It's not probably the best, most exciting thing that people want to hear, but when you come in or you begin to have conversations about my goal, my role, my job is to help you win, to improve you, to go do everything possible that you can want to do in life and be wildly successful. If you go with that mindset, I mean, this is like the Zig Ziglar quote from years and years ago. If you help enough people get what they want, you can have anything you want. All right, if you help enough people get what they want. So that mindset, knowing that, you know what, I may not always like what this person tells me because they care about me, but they have candor, right? I may not always like it, but deep down, they know that they will do anything they can to help you win, right? And when people know that deep down and they want you to win, they'll fight for you, right? It won't be perfect, won't be easy, but they'll fight for you. So hope this episode is helpful for you. Uh, again, whether you're an agency leader and you're the principal overseeing everything, you are the sales leader, de facto sales leader, or if you're a producer, like part of this, like, well, we don't do this. Well, you can do a lot of these things on your own, right? I mean, you can set your own standards. You look yourself in the mirror and go, I'm going to be accountable to me, right, on some of these things. So then hopefully this is helpful for you. If this podcast in general or this episode or others 
Uh, please share, subscribe, follow, whatever the platform is, do what you got to do. But we'd love to continue to share this message of agency leadership. As I mentioned earlier, our book is available, sitkins.com slash BVP and order copy copies, uh, send to your friends, colleagues, whatever it may be. Uh, then also, if you want to watch our movie, um, it's a very powerful segment uh, of how we work with agencies and our processes and our strategies. Just go to sitkins.com slash VIP. With that, I wish you all the best and your success. Thanks for listening.